All right, guys, I'm putting out this message in the beginning of the podcast. This is the free version of Wrong Opinion. I only post about the first 10 minutes or so, which you'll be hearing in a second. But to hear the whole podcast or even watch the podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash wrongop to subscribe. Every subscription helps a ton. I just had a kid, a baby boy. And uh, yeah, on that note, here's the podcast. I'm Josh Lakash, and this is Wrong Opinion. Today, with another interview that's two this week, that's pretty good. You're getting your money's worth on this podcast. And if you're just listening to this, and if you're just uh, listening to the free version, the 10 minute free version, then you're missing out and go to patreon.com forward slash wrong OP. But I have a really good interview today with Candace Owens' manager, and she, she herself, she's just a really smart woman and very well spoken, Gina Bontempo. Uh, I hope you enjoy it because it's a change of pace. It's a change of pace. We talk about health and how how den sh- den men should should present themselves in, in in the dating scene and how to approach women and, and same with women and all that. So it's a it's a good change of pace, I think. And we're not talking about Trump or the election or anything like that. So I hope you enjoy my interview with Gina Bontempo. Where where are you? Where do you live? Right outside D.C. in Northern Virginia. Oh shit! How was that? It sucks. <laughs> well, why, why are you there? <laughs> um, well, I mean, I came here for work because Candace was here for a while, but she just moved to Nashville last week. And so we're going to be moving in a couple months too to Tennessee, which is great. She, um, she, she just got a job with Ben Shapiro's whole thing. Yeah. So she's got a, a new show with Daily Wire starts on, I think, the 17th. Um, it's going to be a live studio audience show. It's going to be awesome. Are but, you going to have um, everyone six feet apart or, or and with masks? <laughs> you know what? I'm, we're wondering, I don't exactly know what they're going to do, but apparently, so she did this big, um, photo shoot to, you know, do all the promos and stuff. And, you know, they're bringing in, you know, some Hollywood people that were like crazy. They wore like double masks the whole day for like the 12 hour shoot. And we're like, what is going on? So they said that we might have to play the game with the masks on set. Oh God. Wait, why, why Hollywood people? Cause they are making this show. Like they're making this show big. It's, it's kind of like an Ellen, like an Oprah type thing. Yeah. And so they were just pulling all the stops for it. Um, that's crazy though. But you know, yeah, it's going to be great. No, I mean that honestly, the the right needs more things like this. Um, yeah, and and you know, I, I've said this many times on this podcast before, but the production value uh, of things typically from the right are subpar, if that. I mean, the only one who really has got it so far is Trump. Like he totally understands it, and everyone else, you know, it, it's like they don't care about aesthetic. So that's cool that she's doing that. It's just weird that like. I, I just, I feel like those types of people in Hollywood would sabotage it, honestly. I know. I mean, there's there's definitely a part of me that's nervous about it because Candace is one of those people that is very protective of her brand. Like she she yeah. doesn't have a big team. She doesn't have a team, really. It's just me and mm-hmm. she, she just got a, uh, an assistant and her husband and that's it. And so when we first started working with these producers, we realized we're like, okay, if some of you don't understand Candace's brand. Um, so you've had to kind of go back and forth a little bit, but you know, I think it's going to be good because she's very hands-on with everything mm-hmm. she puts out there. She's super hands-on in a way that 
a lot of people I think at her level aren't. So I think the producers at first were not expecting her to want to be involved with the entire process. Yeah. But she wants to be involved with everything. How, how did you meet her? And how did you start working with her? This is actually a, a funny story. I cold emailed her. I was, um, I was working, I was living in San Francisco. I had, I think probably about seven months prior to that, I had quit my job in digital media because I was an editor for, you know, a, a major media publication, a women's digital publication. Can and you say which? I, I won't say which because I won't say which, but okay. I, I'll tell you this. I previously, I worked for, I worked for bustle for a while. And then after that, I sort of, you know, freelanced for a few places. I freelanced for teen Vogue. Mm -hmm. Um, and I worked for another major media company in San Francisco and I was, I was their fitness editor. But during that time, it was like 2017 and I quit the, the, the world of media because I just couldn't handle it anymore. And I was in fitness full time. I was training out of a gym. I had clients, I was building my business, but I knew I wanted to do something else. And so I just had this thing in my head. I've been watching Candace for, you know, months. I her her show with PragerU came out in January of, I think it was 2019. Mm -hmm. And June of 2019, I just sat down and I guessed her email. No I was way. like, I'm just going to, yeah, I said, I'm just going to guess what this girl's email is. I got like 10 bounce backs, but I tried every combination of everything that I could and just crossed my fingers and hoped for the best. And then two months later, her assistant at the time emailed me and said, well, because I emailed her saying, I'm a trainer and I, I want to come on your show to talk about the dangers of body positivity. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like, I used to be an editor in digital media. I, you haven't had anyone on your show to talk about, uh, the way that the topics of health and fitness are twisted in digital media and packaged and sold to women in damaging ways. And I said, I'm sure that you hate body positivity just as much as I do. I said, so I think you should have me on your show. Total shot in the dark. Never in a million years thought she would even see the email, yeah. but her assistant emailed me two months later and she was like, okay, we'd like to have you on the show. So I went down to LA in September of 2019 and I filmed an episode with her and we just sort of hit it off. And I was telling her how much I hated San Francisco and I was trying to find it out. And then five days later, she emailed me and she said, do you want to come work for me? That's amazing. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure. It's amazing. It was such a God thing. I mean, I, I, for me, just being on her show and just getting even that much traction was that was enough. I was like, great. I was on Candace's show. I can die happy now. I've always wanted to meet her, mm -hmm. you know, had a great time. Conversation was great. And they published the episode like a month afterwards. But then, you know, on top of that, she was like, I need a manager. Um, do you want to come out to DC and work for me and help me build? And I was like, absolutely. And so I've been here for a, about a year, a little over a year. I came here in January of 2020. And then, and then now you're going to go to Nashville. And now I'm going to Nashville. Yeah. It's Which step up. I'm so yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. huge step up. Um, yeah. it, it's, it's, um, I think Ben Shapiro is, is extremely lucky to have her. I think that sh she's way more, and I'm saying this like in the nicest way possible because I'm not trying to start shit, uh, but she's way more impressive than he is in my opinion. I have my, my uh, opinion on him. I've said it on the show, but we don't need to get into that. And, uh, and yeah, so he should be, you know, thanking his uh, lucky stars or whatever, if that's a saying that, that he has her because she's, she's just way more yeah. impressive than, than he is in my opinion. But um, I mean, look, the way I put it is that 
I mean, I don't want this to sound bad, but Daily Wire needs Candace. They yeah. need her. Yeah. Because the thing that Candace does in a way that pretty much most most hosts on Daily Wire don't, maybe except Michael Knowles, is that she gets culture. She yeah. just understands that culture is where we really need to hit hard. Um, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I think that they are really lucky to have her. Yeah, and and Ben is like, and I've I've I think I've tweeted this before. He's an autistic robot, or he's an autistic computer, or something, something like that. Like, there's you can't relate to him, and you know sometimes he has good takes, but again, he's not relatable. She's way more relatable. I think that that's important. And and uh, are the rumors true? Is she going to run for president? <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. That'd be <laughs> cool. I That'd be cool for you. That would be great. I mean, I don't know. You you never know. Those are the things that, you know, Candace decides on her own. And if, you know, I'm just, if she does, I'm there for her. If she doesn't, I'm still there for her. That's fine. <laughs> but yeah, who I knows? Mean, with, with her, I think it'd be a waste to, to run for Congress and work her way up because yeah. people like that exactly. outsider thing. And then if she becomes like a congresswoman or something, then she's an insider. And then running for president, she'd be an insider, you know? So people like that outsider thing. But uh, yeah, yeah. But no, that that's awesome that you're you're moving out there though, because uh, I keep hearing DC sucks. I've the only time I've ever been there was in fourth grade. I'm 34, so it's been quite a while. I think Clinton was president when I was there last. It sucked <laughs> out here. I, I mean, and, and the thing is, I came from San Francisco, so in a way, anything would have been better. But honestly, at the same time. I don't even know if it's any better than San Francisco. Like there are yeah. still things about SF that I would prefer over DC. And I think one of the biggest things is so my husband, when he moved to the United States, he's from Brazil. The only place that he had lived was California. So he had never really spent much time on the East Coast, definitely had never spent much time in the New York or the DC area. So when we moved here, it was a culture shock for him because he didn't realize that the West Coast and the East Coast are so different. Yeah. He came home after his first few weeks of work and he was like, why is everyone so angry here? Like everyone yeah. is so pissed off all the time. I was like, I know everyone's got road rage. Everyone's screaming. They're trying to pick fights with him. Like we moved into our apartment building last year and the guy across the hall was just like trying to pick a fight. My, my husband's a black belt in jujitsu <laughs> and it's very unassuming. You know, he's like, you know, a pretty, like he's a thin guy. He's fit, but he's not like a big dude. And so this guy was like trying to pick a fight with him and we're looking at him and we're like, laughing we're like are you serious like is this really what you want to be doing and it's just the culture is so different everyone's so angry they want to get into a fight road rage and so it was a tough adjustment for my husband what does but, he do uh, so he works at a pet hospital he's a vet tech oh cool um and before we had come on this side of the country he was teaching jujitsu full-time and he was, you know, at four different gyms in SF. He was teaching at the LinkedIn headquarters. But of course, because of COVID, he he just couldn't teach at all last year. And so you, that you went out the window. Touch, and no so touching. I, I wonder what it was like to to uh, teach the, the, the people at LinkedIn because I assume they're a bunch of soy boys. And it's like weird that they would want to even get into jujitsu because that's violent, violent and, 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 you know, toxic masculinity and, and all that. So... How many, like, did he even get to teach many people there? And <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's actually the thing about San Francisco is that he encountered a lot, a lot of soy boys, a lot of guys in tech, um, definitely at LinkedIn, even at Health Gracie. So he, that's where he got his black belt at Health Gracie. And there was just a lot of guys coming in 
who they were just thrown because health Gracie is a really, I wouldn't say aggressive, but it's a tough place to train. Like they're hard on you. There's no, you know, it's, there's, there's just no room to be soft and to be weak. And so it actually ends up being such a good thing for these guys. And my husband is like, he has a bit of a gentler side. And I think a lot of guys who work in tech, they, they find themselves a little bit more drawn to him and his classes because he can kind of relate to them a little bit. And he would end up really being a mentor for a lot of these guys mm-hmm. because they, not only was he their teacher, cause you know, there's so much respect in jujitsu, especially with black belts. It's like, this is your teacher. This is the guy that you learn from and you have a lot of respect from him. But, um, these guys were really learning how to be men in life because I mean, you know how it is in San Francisco. They have their laundry done for them. They have food for them all the time. They don't do anything by themselves. It's just the ultimate Peter Pan syndrome. Mm-hmm. So he encountered a lot of guys in his classes who were just, you know, they were just babies when they first came in, but he was able to toughen them up in a way that I think was, you know, he developed some really lasting friendships. And so there's a lot of guys who moved out of San Francisco, of course, because of COVID and they're living all around the country, but he keeps in touch with them and tries right. to meet them and keep training and stuff. But yeah, it was, it was a good experience for him because he met a lot of young guys that I think needed, needed jujitsu and needed a teacher like him.